Hello and welcome to the Legends of Tabletop podcast. We're getting ready to jump into another session of our Cthulhu Invictus game. This one actually <laughs> named uh, The Shadow of the Oak, which was sort of a, a, a misnomer the last time we played and was rectified in editing. But last time we played, we received a mission. Uh, there was a naval guy who thought that there was a town performing human sacrifices. Uh, we were tasked with going to check that out and solve the mystery. Uh, so we worked our way in that direction. We stopped in Londinum. But before we left, we picked up a, a mule named Daisy. There was a little bit of consternation about the name, as I remember, but Daisy it is. So we have our mule and wagon. Uh, we spent a, a, a day or two there, kind of relaxing, hitting the bass, doing all that fun stuff. When all of a sudden the house next door started to burn down, uh, Malachi ran in, Macrion ran after. Uh, they apparently burned to death, which was quite upsetting. But then we found out that, no, indeed, they, they didn't burn to death. And the whole thing was um, spectral in nature. Uh, so as they began to investigate that mystery, uh, they found out that all of Londinium had been burned down before, and the city was rebuilt on top of it. Uh, and there was a unsettled spirit uh, who was haunting the newly built house next door to our uh, Patreon's villa. Uh, so we went in there and kind of handled that situation, um, set things to right. Uh, the spirit's daughter was still alive she was ancient she was like 90 something right i mean she was super old and, and she, she was a, a great grandmother at this point yeah 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 um so the the spirit was able to speak to her and we were able to put him to rest and i think we pretty much wrapped it there yeah yeah uh happy ending for a unhappy haunting we did the good thing yes you did the good thing you put the spirit to rest peacefully without doing a violent exorcism. Every once in a while we get him right, you know. Nobody's dead yet. Despite our best efforts. <laughs> it does seem that way sometimes. <laughs> okay, so we are going to say you are all setting out from Londinum, heading... Give me one second. I think you're heading... Where's my map? East... No, you're heading west towards the naval base, I believe, at uh, Isa Augusta. And you are got your cart with your mule, pulling the cart with your supplies. <clears throat> you're in uh, the mule named Daisy. Yay. Which you finally settled upon. <laughs> and uh, so you're traveling quite nicely outside of Londinum. These are well maintained roads uh you are heading south the shorter of the two roads heading west uh you get to the uh, town of uh kaliva you spend uh, a day there resting the mule getting out of the rain uh warming up because now it is uh creeping into uh our month would be november i'm not sure what i think november is still november back then and uh, after, you know, warming up for a day and resting, uh, you head back out, heading north for Carinium. 
could we have spent some time there? Um, so Macrion would like to. Uh, so he picked up some armor uh, after watching Malachi hold his guts in. To Calavera. <laughs> and also like, a spear. So if, if, I'm going to do this like backwards. So you're heading between the road between Calavera and Carinium. So you were so saying he, Macrion. Yeah. So he wanted to, he would, he would just say to the arena, you know, after they kind of pulled in, if there was, you know, not out in the rain necessarily, but if they had a, you know, a gymnasium or something like that and be like, Oh, um, so, um, you know, a- after uh, we, uh, you know, battled the, the monster, uh, the, the tiger, the um, cat, it's cat. She, I don't, yeah, I guess you probably would remember it. Yeah. The, the, the cat, she, um, so, so I got this spear and he kind of like holds it out across his body. This is, um, I, I know that, that you, um, may, maybe prefer, maybe not prefer. I'm not really, but if we could train, perhaps if you could, if you could help me with this, I, I, I think it will uh, provide a better option than, than wrestling, uh, monsters that we may encounter i would be more than delighted to help you and train you what's your what's your skill level in spear uh base base yeah Yeah. she has she has javelins and a crossbow (laughs) (laughs) i'll do my best you you don't fight werewolves up close if you can help right right can we just like smack at each like? Ugh. Wait, wait, no. Ugh. Yeah, the trading would just be like, "Here's how to hold it." That's all I know. I saw a guy do this once. <laughs> I, I think I'm getting the hang of it. He was the gladiator that didn't die, so I guess he knew what he was doing. Okay, so you're about a day out. You're about a day out from. Calavera, heading, uh, you know, northwest uh, towards the town of Corinthium, hmm. and you you come upon a a spot in the road where there's a muddy trail. It's like a side trail leading to a village right off the road. And you can kind of look down the road and you see this village sprawling out right at the fence of the forest. Everyone roll a listen. <laughs> 50 on 50. Oh my god. Uh, oh no. Uh, 19 out of 74. Okay, that's very good. Yeah, 17 out of 25. Okay, the air seems very still. So in the early morning mist, things tend to echo and you can hear like a cacophony of like a a chorus of screams and and calls for help and and, uh, pleading for mercy from the village center. You're probably about, you know, 200, maybe, you know, 400 yards away from the village center, but you see a group of people gathered, um, and you know some sprawl. You know, so, oh, there's a few farms between here and there, and everyone roll a spot hidden. Got it. Five. Yeah, fifteen out of seventy-five. Okay. Twenty-one under forty-three. Um, at as you look down and you hear the screams, uh, suddenly you see uh, an eagle uh, moving, like flying towards you through the mist. It lands on a tree. The branch is dead, 
the weight of the eagle snaps the branch, and the eagle then flies to a branch of another living tree, but does something very odd. He actually carries the rotted branch in his talons, and when he lands on the other branch, he's holding the the rotted stick and the fresh one. Hmm, uh, a sign, he, perhaps. He pre- he preens for a moment, and then is it releases the dead stick and is gone, and then flies off. <clears throat> and yes, Macrion, that that could be interpreted as a very powerful omen. Can I roll a cult? Sure. Oh, no, absolutely not. 87 over 55. <laughs> I, I think that perhaps... That's it. Maybe, no. Um, hmm. if, if the eagle... No, no. no anybody? <laughs> does anybody make it a cult roll? I, I can try. I've only got 20. I got an 8. No. Wow, um, nice. <laughs> I don't know how it's happening. Um, I got an 87. <laughs> <laughs> the eagle could well represent Rome. Okay. Is, is represented by an eagle landing upon a dead branch, having the dead branch fall, you know, snap below them, and then carry that bread, dead branch to a living branch is almost like Rome solving a problem. It's like Rome going from decay to, to, to you know, something healthy and thriving. Okay. And the fact that you, that this omen occurred right at the moment where you heard those calls for help. Uh, you draw your own conclusions. Hmm. So, how far away is the call? Are the call? I mean, so we're we're hearing calls for help, and then we see this eagle fly from the same direction, or same direction. From, okay. Oh. All right. Should we should we go to the village? Should we go to the village and see what's happening? We, we could ask the village, the village is, is on the path. I mean, the road that we're on goes through the village, I guess. I think it's to or, the side. We to take a detour. Do we want to go take a look at the village? Uh, yeah, they, they may be able to uh, interpret the omen, yes? They're screaming for help. Not really sure if that's something they could do at this time, but <coughs> I would be implied to most likely want to look and see what's going on first. Yeah, why don't we? Of course, yes, yes I do. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so you're heading down with your cart? Macron grabs the spear. <laughs> yes, I imagine we're going to have it the cart. Okay, you uh, come down the road <clears throat> and immediately you see that it, it's very muddy, which is odd because it hasn't really rained that much here. Okay. Um, it has rained. Uh, very badly in other, you know, but it looks like it rained a lot here, but you're not finding a lot of muddy roads. You haven't encountered a lot of muddy roads um, elsewhere. So as you are moving down the road, you pass your first farm and you see piles and piles of, of cut grass, you know, like a, a mound, a row of a mound. It's like mounded. It's it's piled into a mound, but it's stretched out like long and rectangular. Mm. And uh, for those of you with a rural background, you realize it's it's drying hay, but it just looks like it's been just miserably rained on. Mm. This this was probably cut when it was sunny, and then it immediately started raining. And you realize, um, well, everyone roll natural world. 12 
I have 52 12, out of 65. Yeah, 12 out of 20. Okay, those who roll natural world realize that. You see in another part of this farm there are cows. This is, they were making hay. And the fact that it's so wet and it's not drying out means that their entire hay crop is in risk of, of being ruined, which means that their livestock will be facing starvation through the winter. This is a catastrophic blow for the farm. Um, and then as you look over at the, the shaggy cows, see they're, they're a little thin. One of them um, has like foam on the sides of its mouth. And uh, another one of the cows you see is limping very heavily. And as he limps and moves, his tail is flashing, you know, switching back and forth. And just like, uh, like clouds of flies are coming off of one of his feet. Uh, the whole the whole of the village, which is about you know a number of farms surrounding the small village center, um, it just you know there's very little smoke coming from the the buildings. You pass another farm and and it's in similar shape, and you know you come to the center of the village and you see, one second. This this seems odd. Did, I mean, the roads outside here haven't been raining, right? I mean. This, this is this is very strange. Yeah, you see the, a wheat field in very similar state that it, but everything is just mud and and plants are wilting. Um, so, you know, they, these these people are in, in desperate shape. Um, you don't know why they'd be screaming for help, and then you come to the, uh, you know, the center towards the center of town. Center of town is a, a collection, a round square surrounding a, a large well <clears throat> some some you know several buildings there's a you see a bakery you see a smithy you see a mill so you realize these are like the community buildings and uh there's a group of about 20 villagers and they're all dirty and they're wearing you know uh muddy clothes and they look just rained on they're all terrified because there are a group of soldiers in town and they've got one guy like against a wall. Um, there's another guy that's been thrown to the ground. People are hold on a second. Um, he's uh, he's like pleading. They they seem to be asking him something. He's answering, and they don't like the answer he's given. Um, one of the Roman soldiers shouts out some orders, and you see his men start to fan out. And like three of them kick in the door of a building and start forcing everyone out into the square. Uh, that's that's not, they can't. Can they can they do that? Um, I suppose they can do whatever they really want to do around here. Okay. So do you want to go up and and speak with uh, this group of soldiers? It appears to be a squad of soldiers and. Uh, Two other figures, a, a Roman, uh, clearly Roman, and a very large local with a large two-handed spear. Um, Herminius, um, you hear some of the soldiers speaking, and uh, you realize that uh, from the Latin aspect accent and a few words you're catching in Aramaic, these guys are all from, the, all of these soldiers are from the East. And they all appear very young. Not a not not except for their commander who appears to be local. 
Um, all of these guys look like they're 17 and 18 year old Syrians. Oh, what, what would they be doing over here? So as you approach the group, uh, the large, ro- the large latent local and the Roman approaches to uh, confront you. And uh, welcome to the game, Curious Fronto and Votemos of the Parisi. What? Uh, <laughs> salve, ro- salve. GB, you're muted. <laughs> Hello. Um, I will introduce them. These are two of my oldest gaming friends. Um, I've known GB since she was a teenager. Now she's his mother of two. Uh, they played a lot of Cthulhu Invictus with me back in the day. They are original playtesters for the legacy of Arius Lurko. And uh, as a surprise to all of you, you're being joined by two additional investigators for this. Uh, the rest of this adventure. Imagine how much trouble you're in. So now you have to have more people. (laughs) Yeah, for for what I've got planned for you, six is a better number than four. Imagine how much you have to spread that much damage out. (laughs) Okay, GB and Walter, they've just come upon the scene where it looks like the commander has one guy on, on the ground on the dirt. He's ordered his men to start clearing houses. And everybody, everybody's screaming for mercy, and uh, they know that the whatever answer this headman of the village is giving the soldiers, the soldiers are not buying it. So, what you see is um, uh, a motley crew: a, a Greek scholar, a native uh, shepherdess, a a um, an obviously you know Eastern. Oh, two and two obvious people from the east. Um, I think you're. Where are you from, Herminius? I am from uh, uh, Dalmatian. Okay, so he's yeah. You yeah. see two eastern people. Uh, you know, one Jewish, one Dalmatian, and they're actually coming in a a donkey drawn cart with with their supplies. And uh, as you saw them approach. You kind of intercepted them before they interfered with the, what the soldiers were doing. So uh, I will leave it to you. I'm going to have a cup um, of tea and see how this plays out. Um, does anybody appear to be? Which ones appear to be Roman citizens? I'm sorry, as of the four. Oh, okay. Ah, salve, citizen. Uh, hello, welcome to welcome to Britannia. Um, you seem to have come at a rather inopportune inopportune moment. Are you uh, members of Are you members of this village? Uh, Salve, no. We we were uh, on our way further afield when we when we heard the commotion. The, do you know what's going on here? What, what's happening? Um, it's. I'm trying to explain it in as few words as uncomplicatedly as possible. Um, we encountered the resort town that we were at. We encountered a member of this village. He was worried about spirits or some kind of affliction had had come to this town. And in the course of trying to get help, he had committed several crimes. I kept him from getting hanged by the Virgilis and sent him back to his sent him back and came back with these soldiers to attempt to help. 
I, we can't find the person that originally entreated us for help. And apparently some of the villagers, well, soldiers are not soldiers. And we're not getting the answers we need from them. Um, had you encountered anything strange on your way here, Rude? <laughs> if we had but the time, we could tell you many a tale. Oh, well, um, unfortunately, the soldiers are about their work. They seem very adept at it. Perhaps I don't want to get in their way, you know, since that'll just end us up on ha on crosses. Perhaps. Uh, okay, uh, when when uh, one of the villagers hears what you're saying, curious, they the, uh, a woman runs up to you, Darina, and says... You know, that, that's not what happened. That's not what happened at all. These men, in, you know, no one sent for no one sent for these people. There's no one by that man's name who lives at this village. It's all a big misunderstanding. Everything's fine here. Um, you know, everything's fine. We're fine. How are you? Please does she actually go. look fine? Just go. Uh, does she actually look fine? Yeah. No. <laughs> just a second. She, she's covered with mud. She's terrified. Um, she's just, just been forced out of her home by Roman soldiers. If you want to, if you want more than that, you're gonna have to roll. I, I was thinking for in, well for insight reasons, but yeah, I'll roll. Uh yeah, I know Jack shit. 78. Sorry. I'll try I'll try a little insight on her. See if uh going to be a 44 out of 70 okay she's she's lying yeah she's lying and she's terrified she's not a good liar um, i'll uh i'll walk over to her and uh and pull out on the way pull out a piece of fruit uh a little a little uh plum and hand it to her i walk up right behind herminius yeah. keeping an eye on uh, there is no need to uh to Put on a front or to uh, cover up the truth in this instance. We will help you no matter what. She takes the fruit. Um, roll your charm. That is... Uh, I do not have nearly enough luck. That's an 81 out of 60. Oh, yeah. Um, she. I mean, she, I could theoretically blow 21 charm on this. Um, <laughs> 21, I don't I mean, think you want to blow 21 luck. 21 luck. Okay. Um, she pushes the, the plum away and she says, we don't need help. You know, we, we don't need help from any of you. You should all just go, and then all the villagers are like, "Just, just go." Nobody, nobody called you here. Nobody wants you here. We're, we're just, we're fine. I want my gigantic. And the the soldier was like, "The the man we sent back here was sent with a donkey. He promised to meet us here and return the empire. You know, return the property we sent him with. We're not leaving without talking to him, and we're certainly not leaving without the, without the beast we lent him." And I, I go stand behind the woman and I say, um, and besides, we lost one of our men getting to coming here to help you. I suggest you uh, cooperate as much as you can. And I'm going to roll my intimidate. And I rolled a 16. She says, look, we didn't kill your man. And that's under my under the uh, 50 percent. All right. So that's a hard success. Um, she says, "We we didn't we didn't do anything to your men. We we haven't hurt anyone." Um, she says, "Look, 
even if he was here, he couldn't talk to you now anyway. That there's nothing you can do here except make things worse. Please just go. It's not gonna happen. We're here. We're gonna solve what's going on. Spread to the empire. I think we're past. We may be past the point of okay. Let's cut our losses and leave. The soldiers here have got their blood up. Who? Have we the soldiers here? Blood up. Um, Malachi, the woman who said that the person, if there was somebody who went for help, who that they're no longer here. Um, let's. I t- try to. I try to take her side. What do you mean by that? Let's be honest here. The more honesty we have the easier this can go. It's already not going to go well. It can get worse, so much worse. So with the soldiers here. Okay, roll your... I'm going to say that's... That's that's not intimidate, that's persuade, because you're, you're not threatening her, you're just in telling her how it's going to go. Yeah. Okay, so roll your persuade. Malachi, you had something? Have we talked to the soldiers at all? Um, um, I failed, oh, no, I'm you sorry. can. Curious? Um, I failed by 10. I'm going to use 10 luck, who? Because I want to win. I want to get this one. Okay. Can I do that? I'm sorry. Yes, you can You can burn 10 luck to, to get right. that intimidation. I, I got 45 out of 35. I used 10 to bring it back down to 35. Okay. She whispers to you and says... She says, she says the, 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 the soldier steal and your powerful friend can't help us. She says, you know, it's just going to make things worse for us. You know, and she says, the man, the man who went for help is no longer here. Do you understand? He's no longer here. I think I, I think I understand, but I am not a soldier. I'm a doctor. I'm a man of science. I understand about spirits, and can, and can possibly sacrifice to the proper God. What can perhaps I can help? All right. You know, Roman and science perhaps can win the day. Okay. So let me hold there. Um, Malachi, you wanted to ask the soldier something. And Darina, you look like you're jumping out of your skin with a comment. <laughs> so, Malachi, we'll start with you. I just wanted to see. I mean, I, I might not be the right person to talk to the soldiers, but I can suggest maybe to Macrion that we should see if we can understand what the soldiers are trying to do. Are they trying to apprehend this guy who is doing something illegal? You, and- you talk to one of them guys, and they say, "No, he came to the he came to our he came to Aquasileus screaming for help, saying that they were cursed, saying that he had to get back as quick as he can, begging us to come, and 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 so we let him go." He promised to meet us here when we arrived, and now they're saying that no such person exists. We, you know, there's something going on here. We were attacked by a, a by a pack of wolves, the likes, you know, the savagery you've never seen. Where did they're, this happen? Uh, on the road, less than a half a day from here. They killed one of our men, wounded two others. Had it not been for the the doctor being a light sleeper, we could have all been killed. What did the wolves look? Do they look like normal wolves? As far as we can tell, they look like normal wolves, except wolves don't come into camps with fire and attacking armored men. 
not you know they they were perfectly healthy they weren't starving there had to be some dark sorcery at work indeed which lends uh, credence to the to the townspeople in in that perhaps this place is cursed (laughs) one of the soldiers is walking by with another group of villagers to herd the man he goes have you looked over the place (laughs) (laughs) all right darina to you um I'm just not sure if I can really, because I'm not sure if I'm allowed to speak at this point. So, well, yeah, that's why. you're you're a local. Women are allowed to. Okay, no, I I wasn't sure and didn't want to. Teddy is a little and, different. Uh, I know by my village it's okay, but we're getting further away from my village now, so I just didn't want to get us arrested because of my big mouth. No, that's you're all. fine. You're fine. Cool, I'm good. Okay. Uh I kind of want to make. Uh, would a status check help here? Be You'd have to introduce speak? yourselves. Okay. Where's the woman now? Uh, she's speaking to Curious, who's trying to convince her that uh, I, I guess you better come clean before the soldiers lose their temper, which is about to happen. Probably. All right. I'm slowly walking to the woman. I'm not saying anything. I'm just walking. Okay. I will look for the centurion or whoever looks like he's in charge. Well, you know, well, there's a guy he's in charge. He looks romantic. He's the only one who's the only, the only soldier who's not uh, Syrian. He's a romantic Celtic. He's Romanized Britain. And he is kind of got the village head guy against the wall. And then he says, can I help you, sir? Uh, yes, uh, I am Macrion of Corinthus, uh, a scholar by trade. Uh, is there uh, what what happens to well, what is going on here? We we wish to help if we can. Uh, it seems that things are getting quickly out of hand. Well, we believe there's some dark sorcery at work. We came here to help these people. I lost one of my men on the way here, and when we get here, they deny they ever sent the man for help, and they deny to give us any information. Uh, yeah, perhaps they were uh, unaware uh, that that the man left. Her. Perhaps he was uh, was struck down. Uh, per- they are obviously scared. Uh, this does not seem to be uh, the place for for force. There may be other things afoot. It seems like he there's says, he says someone's going to find out. He says, "Scholar, come with me for a moment, will you?" Yes, of course. And he leads you around to the side of the cart. He pulls back the tarp, and you see a a dead 17-year-old Syrian boy in his barely used uniform with his throat torn out from wolves. Um, They've also, you know, eaten away most of his left hand. He says, uh, blood has been spilt, um, and uh, the time for kind words and whispers is long since past. If they're not going to help us, then they're in league with whoever already cost the life of one of my men. Uh, yes, but it's not the village that, that killed the boy. And uh, as a member of the Legion, uh, his life is at risk every day, is it not? He was a trainee. This was supposed Perhaps. to be... Uh, you Perhaps know what, here. Roll, roll Persuade. I don't have that. <laughs> Then why are you trying to talk him down? I wanted what to use it. You guys about check your characters before you do shit. I wanted to roll. Erminius should be the guy doing this. 
So I made my all right yesterday. He can make this roll. Am I rolling charm? Is that what he said? Uh, persuade. Uh, oh, I got that at 40. Yeah, I got a 21 out of 40. Okay. I'll, I'll even spend a point to make it a hard success if that helps. He says, I will give these people one day of mercy. If you think you can get them to talk to us, you know, get me some answers. I need to know what's going on. Uh, yes, we will do everything within our power to uh, bring whatever it is happening. He here takes out life. his tablet and he says, and you are? Uh, yes, I am a Macrion of Corinthus. He writes it down on his tablet. And your company? Uh, I, I am a scholar. Your your companions, sir? Uh, yes. Uh, Dori, like he points, that's uh, Dorina. She is a native to uh, Britannia. Dorina, roll your uh, status. I got a 90. I don't know Sorry. what my status is. but All right, next. <laughs> Uh, yes, and, and uh, Herminius, the, the large fellow over, or over there. Herminius, roll your status. Tall, not large. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, oh, Malachi's a big one. Yeah, yeah. Now that, ooh, a 29 out of 35. He goes, Herminius Rusticus of, of Dalmathia, the witch hunter. Am I close enough for this? Or? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I'll, uh, I'll give kind of a a, sh- a low, slower, uh, low shoulder bow. And he scratches his head and he says, so a witch hunter happens to wander into this village. <laughs> well, how did that happen? Why are you here, sir? Truth now. Uh, we um, travel and investigate uh, Strange goings on uh, at the behest of uh, our our patronus. Um, this, so, we, did someone send you here? Uh, no, here that we are actually um, working uh, further afield from here. We have uh, recently come from Londinium and are traveling uh, east. Uh, we heard the commotion on the trail, and when we turned down, we saw things. Uh, we're in a, a sorry state. And you just thought it'd be a good idea to come down? Yes. You, you may not believe it. But <laughs> he shakes his head and he says, and your large friend with the club. Oh, yes. Uh, that is uh, Malachi. He's a, a former gladiator, I believe, bodyguard. I, he's the strong silent type. Yes. Always good to have one of those. And uh, he goes, uh, curious. Votamos, he says, uh, it seems your sacrifice is paying dividends, Curious. Uh, ah. This man's one of the most famous witch hunters in the Empire. Aha! Pleasure to meet you, sir, Herminius. I walk over to introduce myself. Um, uh, Darina, Darina was um, heading towards the woman I was talking to. Right. I actually, I actually, when I go to talk to the witch hunter, I actually was... Uh, Dear, dear, if you don't want to talk to me, if you feel uncomfortable talking to me, um, perhaps the lady here, perhaps the lady here, you could, you could perhaps tell her some of your troubles. I if thank that you. would get you more comfortable. All right. So, Darina, how do you want to approach this woman? Um, has Courteous walked 
further away or yeah. like yeah. how close are yeah, we in earshot? I'm deliberately walking away to make it like, you know. A little easier for her to talk. Okay, cool. Thank yeah. you. Um, I'm just going to very calmly ask her, why can we not, why can they not help you? Okay, make your persuade. Oh, fudge. Oh, I should have worded that better. Okay. I'll give you a bonus dice. Because you guys have been wearing her down and she's exhausted. Oh, uh, yeah. That's not going to happen at all. It's a 90. <laughs> uh, she says that I, I can't help you. It's, there are eyes everywhere. Do you understand? If I'm seen helping you, I could be next. My family could be next. She says, I have two little ones. I, I, I can't help you. I am not looking for help. I just want to make sure you're okay. And I know that you're saying you're okay, but I feel that you're not. And because we are both women, I feel that I would like to help you specifically because the last thing I want to see is a woman in peril. All right, I'll buy it. Roll up, persuade. <laughs> Fuck, I'm going to try again. All right. Yeah, nope. I base. That's it. Sorry. Okay. Damn you, guys. At which point, six of the soldiers return with a group of leading a group. Like the first three come with a group of like 25 people and they bring them into the town hall and the next come with another group of 25 people. And uh, oh. basically they're, they're clearing the village like farm by farm, looking for this one guy that uh, you met the other day. And uh, when your friend, uh, their commander, Sagontiaks, Sagontiaks, uh, when he sees them come back, he kind of looks them over and uh, asks, you know, he says, you know, where are this, you know, where are X, Y, and Z? So apparently out of the uh, nine men he sent out, you know, this three of them are not here. Which way did they go? Um, the other three men said that they were that they had gone to one of the further farms to work their way back. So they were at the, the far end. Um, I wanted to, for Herminius, I wanted to actually specifically go and talk to him since he was just introduced to me as a witch hunter and everything. Okay, have um, that conversation. Like, Greetings, sir. Um, I'm Curtius Fronto, um, doctor by trade, dude. I've had, I, you know, for, the, for a man of the Virgilis to signal you out as a witch hunter, um, I have some amateur, some amateur knowledge of the occult of spirits and monsters. Um, I was wondering if I could ask you, if I could ask you to consult on this. Um, we were given a small amount of information by the person we were looking for. Perhaps you could take that information and elaborate on it. Yes, of um, course. I shall uh, take it and share it with my uh, associates, and we shall do our best. He mentioned that his village was 
approached by a large stag, a rotting, an undead stag, rotting, appearing to be dead but still alive. <laughs> Malachi, um, as you guys are talking, Malachi, I want you to make a spot hidden. Continue your conversation. The stag claimed to be a representative of the old gods and was going to curse the village if the village did not return to the worship of the old god. Um, it had hmm. made several displays of power, and the the man who came to help that came to beg us for help said that he was basically what the uh, what the woman was saying that there were eyes everywhere and that he had to get back to his village within a certain time period. Does any of this seem like something you would be familiar with? Some kind of... Hmm. Well, this uh, particular foreshadowing and, uh, and uh, talk of the old gods is not a, exactly my specialty. However, my, uh, my friend, and he'll gesture across the way a little bit, my, uh, my friend Macrion there, is quite knowledgeable with all of this. Uh, I believe if we bring this information to him, he would be able to suss out a little bit more detail and insight into this. Of course. Of course. That is very um, interesting to hear. Uh, <laughs> I'll talk to your friend, dude. Okay. All right, Malachi, you can inform everyone what I sent you in text. Super text. Oh no! It's much easier to pass uh, notes around a table I, now. Yeah. <laughs> so like I, I sort of I say this as much to the, my party as I can. But when the mention of the undead stag was made, the villagers very clearly recoiled at that mention. How did the woman react? She uh, reacted here? much the same way. Now I've drank and gotten high with these guys, so I'm like, let's go look for our boys. <laughs> okay, so the large Briton wants to look for the three missing soldiers. Macrion uh, follows. He's, he's got a spear. Just don't hurt yourself with that spear there, Macrion. All right. I'm going to follow up with you just to make sure you don't hurt yourself with that spear. Okay, so are we splitting the party? Three are looking for the soldiers and three are questioning the villagers? I'm going whichever way is the most dangerous. So I guess I'm going with Macrion. Follow me. Okay. I'm going because I wanted to talk to the scholar. So. Okay. So, <laughs> Darina and her uh, Herminius, do you want to stay in town and see if you can somehow get any of these villagers to talk? Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. a good idea. All right. Uh, you pass by these farms, and you see like one depressed farm after another depressed farm, and you see one of the farms that hasn't been depopulated. Um, you notice something very odd. Uh, there are guys in the field with pitchforks, and they are loading dried hay onto the back of a cart. Oh, jeez. Dried hay, but it's been raining for God knows how long. It's been raining everywhere else except for... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it uh, seems like. It actually like. seems like it's been raining just there. <laughs> like, ah. yeah, yeah. So, like raining like a donut. And here was the center of the donut. Yeah, it uh, seems that the pe and and all of their animals seem fine. Ah, of course they do. So so background like kind of sidles up. So like I'm I'm assuming Votomo sort of took off. Macrion kind of slid up behind, and Malachi's sort of following, and he just 
like sidles up and says, uh, "You, you both, did, did you both notice that as well? It, it seems dry. Should, should we circle back around? I, the soldiers are the priority, of course. Yeah, let's, let's go. Uh, try to see if we can what uh, happened over at. Okay, the, uh, GB, roll make a luck roll. I got it actually on the half. Okay, um, you as you consider. Uh, circling back to this farm that it doesn't appear affected you actually hear someone screaming in a language you don't understand but you caught a few words when you were getting high with these guys so it's one of the young soldiers uh, and he's coming running out of the forest is anything chasing him you don't see anything chasing him yet there they are. <laughs> all, this, all this technology, and we still can't stop dice falling onto carpets. <laughs> twenty twenty just can't get any worse in this. <laughs> Damn you, God! <laughs> like my dice vanished under my table, so I'm gonna have to hunt uh, that later. Oscar, what? language do the Syrian soldiers speak? Uh, they're speaking Aramaic. Okay. All right, good. I understand Aramaic. Uh, he's saying it It got Jorkant. It's right behind me. And uh, oh, All right. I throw open my cloak and pull out my trusty club. Well, I got my spear in hand, so I see somebody running. I know you see me. rushing after him is just an enormous boar. With the curved tusks and the hunched back. And it's like right on his ass. And before you guys can reach him, the boar plows into him and he just goes, you know, ass over tea kettle. He just cartwheels in midair and sprawls out. And the thing kind of like runs through him and then skids and starts getting ready to charge him while he's down. Hey everybody, before we wrap up this episode, I'd like to take a minute to say thank you for tuning in. We hope you're enjoying the podcast from our interviews and actual plays to our rambling roundtable discussions. If you like what you're here and you'd like to support the show, we have great sponsors for you to check out. Birds of a Feather Coffee Company is a small batch craft coffee roaster and is our OG sponsor. They have three signature blends to choose from. The Morning Lark, which is a light roast. The Night Owl Blend, which is a rich, dark roast, and the Hummingbird Decaf Blend. They also have the exclusive Legendary Brew, a nice medium roast coffee, perfect fuel for all those late night gaming sessions. If you use the code LEGENDS10, you'll get 10% off your order, and shipping is always free. So head on over to tinyurl.com forward slash legendary brew, or click on the link in the show notes. Thanks everybody for checking it out. We'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.